You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two, episode number 17, Cubs Spring Training No Hitter. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Follow the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, Fly the W on Facebook, or email us, Fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crawley, happy Sunday. How are you? Oh, man, with all these W's flying, I can't be in bad shape. Uh, you know, the other exciting thing, Dustin, is that the Cubs just, uh, the next time they play at Sloan Park, I will be there. So I am You will be there. Look at you. Okay. Yes, That's something to look forward to. All right. So since we were last together, the Cubs have played four spring training podcasts, and they've been doing a lot of flying the W, as you just alluded to. Yeah, they, they, they won four times since we last recorded. Their record is now six and four. So they started off with a win and then four straight losses. And now they're on a five-game winning streak. So to me, as I kind of take a look at this, the most impressive aspect of this stretch of baseball for the Cubs has been what Jed and Counter, Carter have been counting on for the 2023 season, which is pitching and defense. And we've seen some really good pitching. Really, really good pitching, Crowley. So really good pitching. We're going to get into some of that Friday night pitching in a little bit, but let's talk about the game on Thursday when they took on the A's. Yeah, on Thursdays, the Cubs beat the A's 6-1 to at Sloan Park. A lot, lot of positives. Marcus Stroman pitched 2.1 innings. He gave up two hits and a walk, but he also struck out four batters in his last starts before heading to the World Baseball Classic. Uh, seven relievers followed Stroman. They gave up five hits, one run, three walks, and nine Ks. Bailey Horn had a good, nice bounce back. Uh, Rowan Wick had a decent game, and Julian Merriweather pitched well. So those three guys had some struggles last time. It's good to see him have a good game. Uh, on offense, in the bottom of the first, Ian Happ and Cody Bellinger had back-to-back singles. Eric Cosmer would strike out, but with two outs, you're going to hear this name a lot in this podcast, Nick Magical hit a double to drive in two runs to give the Cubs a 2 nothing lead. In the third, Nico would, have, would lead, uh, have a leadoff double, and Happ would single to give the Cubs a 3 nothing lead. In the fourth inning, Magical would lead off the inning with a single, steal second, advance on a ground, house by, ground out by Tucker Barnhart, and score on a Mike Talkman single to make it 4 nothing. He also stole second in the inning. PCA, Pete Armstrong, entered the game in the fifth inning, and this is the kind of disruptive force that PCA is, right? He draws a one-out walk. He steals second. He advances to third on an Eric Hosmer ground out, and he scored on a wild pitch. This you almost is, couldn't have written it better for PCA, right? In no. that in that situation, I mean that that is just um, that that's just awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. I mean, he's electric to watch on defense and offense on the base pass. He would draw another walk in the eighth, but I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how long this kid stays down there. Right, it really is. They're going to make they're they're going to give him something to think about. There is. No doubt about that. And you were talking about Nick Madrigal. I believe he also celebrated a uh, birthday this weekend. So yeah. uh, happy birthday to uh, Nicky Madrigal. Okay, that moves us into uh, Friday night, Crowley, where the uh, Cubs were taking on, I believe it was the Padres, right? Yeah, they were, they were at Peoria Stadium and playing the Padres. I still believe that those ugly uniform patches looked awful. I saw them. I mean, I, I, I have a natural aversion to the Padres uniform. It makes it like triggers my gag reflex. <laughs> I'm, te- I, I, I'm telling you, Dustin, it, 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 what, the Motorola jersey patch just made it worse. Please, Tom Ricketts, 
I don't know if you listen, but please don't do this. Anyway, back to the Padres and the Cubs. They had the team's first ever spring training no-hitter, a combined no-hitter, Dustin. Your favorite. On offense, Cubs got their first home run on a massive Edwin Rios solo home run to right field. So far, this kid is exactly as advertised. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Yep. Lots of strikeouts, but tremendous power. I mean, he's obviously someone that's going to start in AAA, but he may be someone, you know, they're going to try to work with. I think the Cubs hitting infrastructure has been doing a lot of good stuff. Let's see what they can do with this kid. Uh, Two of the Cubs' hottest hitters, Trey Mancini and David Bodie, each went two for three. David Ross has called Bodie the MVP slash MVB most valuable Bodie of spring so far. Uh, <laughs> Nick Madrigal singled. He advances the third on a Mancini single and they sc- and scored on a Jan Gomsack fly to make it 2 nothing. I talked about how electric PCA is on the base pass. Here's another. Here, check out this sequence, Dustin. This is what I'm watching, right? Jared Young leads off with a single followed by a PCA single that moves Young to third. So you got runners at the corners, uh, PCA at first. PCA then steals second. Don Nunez for the Cubs is up to bat. Runners at second and third, no out. He hits a ball to former Cub Alfonso Rivas. Rivas decides to go home to try to get Young out, and the ball, the throw hits Nunez in the hand, allowing uh, Young to score, Jared Young to score. But... While everyone's trying to figure out what's going on, PCA never stop. He flies around third base. He scores all the way from second on a ball that never left the infield. Okay. The ball was like a little bit, you know, past the foul line, but it wasn't like it like was kicking around somewhere in the bullpen chairs or something like that. I mean, this kid's baseball IQ reminds me a lot of the guy he was traded for Javier Baez. He's playing 4D chess against these guys. Just absolutely, the instincts are off the charts. Absolutely loved it. But we're not here to talk about offense, Dustin. We're here to talk about (laughs) pitching. All eyes on Justin Steele as he was scratched from his last start due to arm fatigue. But he picks up right where he left off last season. He threw two innings, six up, six down, no walks, no strikeouts. He only needed 18 pitches to do it. They were joking around. It was um, Pat Hughes and Rick Sutcliffe on the call. He was on the headset. They said, hey, did you even break a sweat? So he threw 25 additional pitches to get some more work in. But I got to tell you, you know, we were worried. You know, I was more worried, I think, you know, about it. You were you were waiting to see if he'd make his next start. But good to see the kid come out there and have an excellent start. Oh, awesome start. Like you said, you know, picking up right where he left off. And, and you got to love the number of pitches. And I hear that it was so easy for him that he went and threw like a little side session in the bullpen because it was too easy and they needed him to get a little bit more work. Did I read that right? Yep. 25 additional pitches on the side. <laughs> that doesn't now, happen very often. Listen, if he pitches like that, the, the Cubs are going to be in good shape. Remember we had Greg Coldstein on from um, – baseball perspectives talking about Picot and all that stuff. He said they had the Justin Steele being the, the Cubs with the Cub with the most wins as far as a pitcher. So let's keep an eye on that. But Steele was followed by Javier Assad. Remember last time when he was starting, he had a great start. He, he, uh, he was in for uh, Steele that was scratch. Another two innings, no runs, no hits for Javier Assad. 
Brad Boxberger pitched one solid inning, and he's the veteran presence that the Cubs needed in the pen. Edward Alzali had a nice bounce-back performance, going one inning, striking out one, making a very nice defensive play off, uh, on a bunt off the bat of Jose Azucar. That looked like it was going to be the Padres' first hit, but uh, Alzali, very athletic play. So the Cubs had no hit the Padres through six innings, but it was the last three pitchers, Dustin, that had me drooling. Jeremiah Estrada, Cam Sanders, and Nick Birdie, uh, who threw heat and filth. I don't know if that's an obvious shirt yet, heat and filth, but if it isn't, it should be. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah walked out, walked one, but he struck out two. Cam Sanders struck out two, and Nick Birdie, he lost his command a little bit. He walked two, but he struck out one. But these guys are throwing absolute gas. The pitches are moving all over the place. I'm just here's what I'm telling you, Dustin. Me, you know, I I I see Jeremiah Estrada and Cam Sanders both pitching for the Cubs this season. Jeremiah had a cup of coffee last season. Uh, Cam has not pitched in the majors. I see both of them coming up at some point this season to help out the Cubs. Sure, I mean, yeah, I can see that too. That makes sense. Scott, you know, you know, Cam Sanders is the son of Cubs pitcher Scott Sanders. Jeremiah, we had on the podcast. These guys. I'm just so excited. And then on Saturday, Dustin, right, the Cubs take on the Angels at Sloan Park. How do you follow up a no-hitter? How about a shutout? Jamison Jamison Tyone makes his second start, and he pitched three innings. He gave up one hit, no walks, and four Ks. Six more pitchers followed Tyone, including Keegan Thompson, making his spring debut going one inning and striking out one. Two relievers that I've been paying close attention to this spring that that came out of the pen, Ben Leeper and Dennis Correa. Uh, I keep trying to tell Cub fans, there are waves and waves of arms ready to come up. And these are two guys that, once again, throw some gas and have some filthy pitches. The pitching infrastructure has done a phenomenal job. The Cubs have struggled forever when it comes to pitching development. It hurt them in 2015-22 to run. They constantly, on the last few years, have been signing veterans out of the bullpen, a lot of bullpen arms, tweak some things, and then trade them the last few years. Ryan Tapera, Craig Kimbrell, Andrew Chafin, Scott Efros, Nate Robertson, Chris Martin. This year, Brad Boxberger, Michael Fulmer. They keep kind of picking these guys up, kind of tweaking some things, and these guys all of a sudden have some really great years, and they've traded them for a lot of good pieces. But here's what I'm telling you, Dustin. In the future, I see the majority of the Cubs' bullpen being completely homegrown. That's that's what I'm seeing. Is that, the, that you're going to have so many, so many guys that that the bullpen is going to be a huge strength for the Cubs, and they're not going to be anything that you have to kind of go looking around for. That's going to be something that's just not going to be on Jed and Carter's. You know, they're going to always look. You're always going to see if you can get anything of value. But it's it's. I think it's just going to be mostly homegrown guys in the future. You know. Well, and that's a testament to Tommy Hadovy, who uh, David Ross refers to as the best uh, pitching coach in Major League Baseball. He's doing a great job with him, and they've got the pitching lab going. And I agree with you. You, you can't have enough pitching, and the Cubs right now seem to have quite a bit of it. Hadovy is great. Chris Young, the whole staff out there. The guy, though, at the very top of that pyramid is Craig Breslow, and he has just absolutely done wonders with this pitching department. And, and kudos to the scouting and development teams as far as, you know, scouting these guys, getting them young. Uh, you know, and you know, even when you talk about this last draft, a lot of people are excited about Cade Horton and Jackson Ferris. These are 
these are guys that are going to keep coming up. So there's every, you know, from top down, it, it, it's really good. So offensively, Nico Horner hit an RBI triple and Eric Hosmer added an RBI single to score Horner as the Cubs beat the Angels two to a nothing. Not a really big offensive game, which leads us into Sunday. And that's where the Cubs took on the Rockies with Drew Smiley getting the start. Now, up until, you know, the only Cubs starter that really has given up multiple runs has been Drew Smiley, unfortunately. And uh, he was greeted quite rudely by Chris Bryant, who oof, hit a... Oof, <laughs> oof. Still going, Crowley. Still that going. Was, that was massive. And guys, you know, it's hard, man. And, and you talk to some of these players and, 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 you know, take a look at center field, Cody Bellinger. You know, you, you see a lot of parallels with Chris Bryant, an MVP, uh, you know, rookie of the year type that, that just had a bunch of injuries. And, and there's no doubt when you are injured, that's going to affect the way you play the game, the way you hit. It's going to throw off your mechanics. Chris Bryant, when he's right and when he's healthy, we know what he can do. He helped, yep. he led the, helped lead the Cubs to the World Series. And, and hopefully Bellinger will all, you know, will have a great season. And I want KB to have a great season, you know. So uh, with two outs in the inning, Smiley gave up three straight singles and the Rockies were up 2 nothing early. Trey Mancini started the second with a single. Bellinger popped out. Uh, Gomes struck out, but the MVP, the most valuable Bodie, <laughs> continues to rake. Hits an RBI double and the Cubs lead 2-1. to one. In the bottom of the third, Smiley gave up his second home run of the day, and his day was done with the Cubs down three to nothing, three to one. Not hitting the panic button yet. Just remember, second spring start. The, the, the thing is, is that the Cubs have been doing so darn good that it just kind of makes this bumpy start yeah. by Smiley or a bumpy start by Samson just kind of get magnified and look worse than it really is. Right, it sticks out like a sore thumb because the starters have been so good. Right, whether you're talking about Assad, you know, Hayden Wisniewski, Caleb Killian, uh, Marcus Stroman, all these guys have just been doing really well. That <laughs> When you don't do well, it, it sticks out. And so, um, in, you know, no big deal. But in the top of the fourth, Trey Mancini hit his first Cubs home run and pulled the Cubs within three to two. Dustin, that ball was tattooed. Exit velocity of 115.1 miles per hour. I just... I have a feeling this is a big comeback year for Trey Mancini. I don't know what happens with Eric Hosmer. Maybe he stays on the team. Maybe he DHs a lot. I just have a feeling that we're going to see Trey Mancini in the lineup almost every day. Yeah, he's looking awfully good. Awfully, awfully good. You know, you brought up on the last show, Dustin, the question about, you know, do you want him playing every day or can he kind of rest a little bit and, 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 uh, we'll see with Matt Mervis what happens. You know, you're starting to see, you know, he's not absolutely crushing it in spring, but again, not hitting the panic button early. But it's good that you have Eric Hosmer as a you know, professional, can take some at-bats. But I, I really see Mancini having a great year and, and taking the majority of starts at first, especially when, say, a Suzuki hopefully comes back quickly. Fingers crossed on that, Crowley. Fingers crossed on that one. In the fifth inning, Nick Magical singles, Dansby Swanson walks, and Ian Happ, who was scuffling the last couple games, hits an RBI single to tie the game. The game stays tied until the ninth when Ryan Jensen comes into the game. He gave up a leadoff single. He walked the next batter. He gets a ground out. He walks another back uh, batter. He gets a strikeout. You have two outs, but Jensen walks the third batter of the inning to give the Rockies a 4 
2-3 lead. You just can't walk three guys, Dustin. I mean, that's goes without Recipe for disaster. Recipe for disaster. Right. And so 4-3. And then the next hitter, Julio Carrera, Julio Carreras, looks like he's going to ground out, but it's a, it's a swinging bunt that landed like 15 feet in front of the catcher. Drove in another run to make it 5-3. The Cubs have no more pitchers left. You're thinking this is all, you know, this is probably about it, right? In the bottom of the ninth, Cubs come roaring back with one out. I mentioned him before. I'll mention him again. PCA is going to single. Luis Torren strikes out singing. Then Brennan Davis singles. And Darius Hill singles. Andy Weber singles. The game is tied at five. And then Esteban Cairo singled to give the Cubs a six to five lead. It's going to get dicey in the ninth, but they hold on for the comeback victory down two runs. Magical two for three. Mancini two for three. Bodie one for two. Again, Smiley two innings, gives up six hits, three runs, two homers, and two Ks. Manrod, Michael Fulmer, Brandon Hughes made his spring training debut. Michael Rucker and Brandon Little all pitch well in the victory for the Cubs. And and PCA just you know saw the end of that game as well, Crawley, and just the way he gets around the bases, you know, just the, the way he moves, it just just really really impressive. You know, Bodie, like you said, Trey Mancini might be pushing Bodie for the uh, MVP of the Cubs so far in the spring. So just just really good good things. It uh, it warms the uh, warms the soul, if you will. Yeah, I just I sat there and I just kind of just you know you looked at that at bat in the ninth, right? One out in the ninth, and what do you think most young guys are going to try to do down two runs? They're going to try to hit a home run, right? No, he just hits a nice single to right field, dumps it in there, doesn't do too much, and then allows the guys behind him to get him over and get him in. Just great, great, great game. 